Welcome to The Empowered Creative, a podcast designed for creatives who are ready to take their happiness into their own hands. I'm your host, Christina, and my mission is to give you practical, empowering, and easy-to-follow mindset tools to help you slay insecurities, grow your confidence, and design an amazing life and business you love. If you are ready to invite self-compassion, into your life and give yourself permission to shine, then this podcast is for you. Today, we are going to talk about how to build your self-confidence. And the reason that I'm covering this topic today is that I see so many creatives struggle with self-doubt, not believing in themselves, thinking negative thoughts, and not trusting that they are good enough. And I believe The solution to conquering self-doubt is to mindfully build something that is bigger than doubt, and that is to build your self-confidence. And often these negative things that you think and believe about yourself are not even your original thoughts. It's something you have been told or learned while growing up, and you take it on as your own without even asking questions. And what happens is that your mind tries to prove these beliefs to be true, so it finds references. So once you think you're not enough, your mind finds examples of times in your life where you weren't enough, you weren't smart enough, you weren't pretty enough, and you weren't strong enough. And then you can nod and say, I am right, I am not enough. Just look at the proof. I'm not good enough. Just look at the proof. As long as you believe something negative about yourself, proof will come flying to prove you right. Because what you think, you attract. Or maybe said more correctly, what you think, you create. I know what I'm talking about because in my past, I doubted my own value. For many years, I struggled with depression because of it. It was the reason I became a therapist and a coach. Because no pill, no treatment, no doctor could help me. I felt so alone in the world. And in the end, I just decided to stop waiting for someone to come and rescue me. I decided to educate myself in psychology and to find a way to heal myself. And I say heal because doubting yourself is painful and that pain can be overwhelming and it can control your life in so many ways. Knowing the pain of low self-worth and depression made me an excellent therapist because I knew exactly what my clients were going through. But to feel like a whole person with a strong sense of confidence took me many years. Today, I've come a long way, but for most people, this is a lifelong process. Even for me, it is. I am still fine-tuning and I'm always finding ways to adjust my self-confidence and my self-esteem. I'm still fine-tuning my confidence here and there, like being a people-pleaser or the good girl, simply because it's rooted so deeply in us. You know what I mean? And when you are an empathic person, you tend to be a little too kind. And there's nothing wrong with that. I believe kindness is king. But sometimes we say yes to the wrong things because we want to make other people happy. And oftentimes... That is not being kind to ourselves, right? 
So what happens when we have low confidence? Number one, we are doubting everything and it makes us feel very insecure. Number two, all the negative thoughts are super discouraging and it sucks out all our energy to take action. Doubt and discourage are two of the most chaotic feelings and those feelings keep you stuck, passive and anxious. Because you cannot win in life when you doubt and you can't win in life when you are discouraged, that's why it's important to change this and that's probably the biggest motivator to grow your confidence because that will help you get success in life and make you feel good about yourself. So here's the hard truth about self-doubt. It's not something we can just throw away or get rid of, even though that would be wonderful. You cannot snap your fingers or wave your magic wand and it's gone. You don't overcome it. You build something bigger, which means you build your self-confidence. And the greater and bigger your self-confidence gets, it minimizes the impact self-doubt has on you. Now, why is that so important? It's important because you have to understand one thing about the doubts and the negative thoughts you have about yourself. As hard as it is to accept, these are not your thoughts. You were not born doubting. You were not born discouraged. You weren't born thinking negative thoughts about yourself. Those are thoughts that were placed in you and given to you by an external source at some time in your life. It could be from your parents saying things like, don't do that, be quiet, sit down, be a good girl, stop being like that. For me, it was very much what my parents did not say to me. Whenever I created something that I was super proud of and I ran to my mom to show her, she didn't say anything and it made me doubt myself. I decided that She didn't like it because she wasn't praising me. Applause, encouragement and praise was not really part of my upbringing. And I think that was a big part of why I started to think that maybe something was wrong with me. And this was a thought that came to me early in my childhood. And sometimes we don't know exactly from where our negative self-image comes from. Maybe it was the negative critique you received as a child that you may not even remember to this day. It could have been a school teacher. It could have come from other children. But when you were young, in your formative years, these negative thoughts about yourself were planted in you by an external source. And that's important to understand because the things that you think and believe about yourself that have become your truths are not your original thoughts. But the power, oh my God, the power of belief is so incredible in our life. It's so powerful because when we have a belief about something, even if it was given to us by somebody else, our mind goes to work on proving to us that this belief is true. It's like when you decide to get pregnant and you see pregnant women everywhere, or when you dream of getting a red car and you see red cars everywhere, 
what you focus on will show up and appear in front of you. The same goes for your negative self-image. So if somebody told you you weren't enough, or you weren't smart enough, or pretty enough, fast enough, or strong enough, or you don't come from the right place, or that you are not in the right culture, the right color, the right race, the right religion, the right gender, the right height, the right IQ, or you were put down and these beliefs were given to you, what happens is your mind tries to prove these beliefs to be true and it keeps finding references. So once you think it, your mind finds examples from your life where you weren't enough and another one where you weren't good enough, you weren't smart enough, you weren't pretty enough. It gets stuck in your mind as a firm belief and what you believe creates your identity, how you see yourself as a person. And that's why we have to guard our beliefs because our mind goes to work on finding these references which become real experiences. It is incredibly important to understand that you were born believing that you are amazing, that you matter, that you were born happy, you were born believing that you were going to do something very special with your life. As a baby, you had no negative self-talk. You had no negative self-doubt. You believed that you deserved everything you wanted and that everything you wanted would come to you because you were special. (laughs) So that's how we think when we are born and that's what we believe when we are born. And this is so important to know because those thoughts are truly who you are. And here's the key. As an adult, it is your responsibility to reframe how you see yourself and how you think of yourself. You are responsible for taking care of you in the best way possible. You cannot expect that others will rescue you or come in and change it for you. You have to make a conscious decision that you will start to build your amazing confidence and that you will start to think of all the value that you represent. So how do we build this self-confidence? The process of building confidence is actually very simple, believe it or not. It doesn't mean it's always easy. But If you don't know where to start, it can be very confusing. I want you to think of yourself as your own parent from now on. I know this sounds a little strange, but just stick with me, okay? And you imagine that this precious little child who believes she's amazing and are meant for something big is still living inside of you. This perfect child is an inner part of you. And let me tell you, this inner child is running your world. So if she's hurt from negative thoughts and self-destructive behavior, she's going to react to it with stress, sorrow, depression, and anger. So I want you to imagine that you are her mother and that you have a chance every day, every minute to reparent her. This is key reparent her you know exactly what that child needs love affection attention encouragement and non-judgmental support 
and it is your responsibility to give it to her. Here's what I want you to write down and remember forever. Self-confidence is self-trust. Self-confidence is self-trust. So to build confidence, you start by building trust in yourself. The most effective way to build confidence is showing yourself that you keep your word to you, that you keep the promises you make to you. People with high self-confidence have a reputation with themselves that they do what they decide to do. They take action on what they promise themselves to do. So I do the things that I say I'm going to do. That's where self-confidence comes from. When I meet someone who is not very confident, I know that this is often someone who has consistently broken promises to themselves. They have decided to do something they really wanted to do, but then somehow they talk themselves out of it. And that's because they really don't believe that they can do it or that they are worthy of getting it. They have made a commitment to a plan and they have set goals in life or business and then they gave up along the way. Maybe they decided to start a business. Maybe they decided to save money. Maybe they decided to get fit. Maybe they decided to get up at a certain time in the morning and then they don't do it. And when we are not keeping the promises that we make with ourselves, it eats at our confidence. It breaks our trust in ourselves. And worst of all, we use these broken promises to criticize ourselves. Look at me. I can't even find out how to do XYZ. I'm worthless. I'm a loser. I will never make it. I might as well just give up. I don't have what it takes. Maybe you know the drill. So the most important thing in building self-confidence is doing what you promised yourself you will do. You got to build that trust with yourself that you will do whatever it takes to fulfill what you decide is important to you. There is no other way around this. You got to keep your promises to yourself. And this is important because when your subconscious mind sees that you mean business, that you take yourself seriously, your confidence will start to grow and bloom and get amazingly strong. That's also why you feel better when you put some effort into looking good This might sound shallow, but it works when you make the time in the morning to look your best, to put on your favorite clothes that makes you feel amazing. That when you take that extra time to do your hair and put on makeup or do whatever makes you feel incredible good, you are much likely to feel stronger, more confident and joyful. Why? Because... You show your subconscious mind that you take yourself seriously, that you are worthy of looking good and you are worthy of spending time on. And when the subconscious mind sees that, it turns up the confidence and it throws out some of those negative beliefs 
that you don't need anymore. That's also why I like to encourage you to take self-portraits for your photography work, because doing the styling, the hair, the makeup, and taking those photos can help you see yourself with new eyes. I have personally found this to be very helpful when I started to take self-portraits many years ago. I had to take between 200 and 300 photos because I was so self-critical. But with the years, I've learned so much about myself from this process, and it has helped me accept myself and my body. Just one good self-portrait you can be proud of is all it takes, and I really challenge you to practice it, even if it will take you a day or a full week to get one good photo you are happy with. Do it. You will learn so much about yourself from doing this. So when you build self-confidence, you need to stack the game so you win. It's not good enough just to keep the promises you make to yourself. It's not just good enough to style yourself to look good. You must acknowledge it when you do it. You got to give yourself credit to create what I call confidence momentum. So every time you keep a promise to yourself, every time you nurture yourself and make an effort to look and feel good, you celebrate it. And you give yourself a happy dance <laughs> and you give yourself a big round of applause. Even when you do simple things, you give yourself credit because, hello, there is no one else out there who will do it for you. Maybe sometimes you are lucky that one of your friends or your husband or your partner will say, you go girl. But, but I mean, that happens sometimes, but you got to give yourself this credit every day, every day. And you are responsible for giving it to you. If you say, I'm going to stretch in the morning, as soon as I get up, I'm not going to check my phone for 30 minutes. I'm going to stretch my body because that's a loving way to wake my beautiful body. When you get up and you actually do it, when you take action on what you promised yourself, you begin to build self-confidence. And then you give yourself credit for doing it. You say, way, you go girl, you got up and you did that stretching. You are awesome. You can do anything because you showed me that you can do this. You didn't even look at your phone for 30 minutes. So you just, you know, you really let yourself know how much you appreciate the effort you put into living a better life. Because again, your subconscious mind is noticing you. And when it sees you applauding yourself and giving yourself credit, it starts to think, hey, she's amazing. I'm amazing. And then you feel better and your confidence grow. Make sense? So I want you to ask yourself a question right now. What is one thing, one promise you can make to yourself that you are going to start doing today? Something you really want to do that will help you be a happier person. It doesn't have to be big things. Start small. It could be how often you're going to pick up a book to read it, what you eat for breakfast, how you wake up in the morning. It could be changing your morning rituals or it could be 
simply to set time aside for creativity, meditation or a walk. Whatever it is for you, commit to doing it. And while you do it, you acknowledge yourself. You give yourself credit for being in the process of building self-confidence. And that is just such an amazing feeling. And the more you stick to those promises that you make with yourself, the faster your confidence will grow. Now let's go back to self-doubt for a moment. Self-doubt often shows up as an inner voice. You might even know it so well you hardly notice it when it's there. But you got to notice it to change it. You got to spot it and say, oh, there it is. There's that negative inner voice. The voice can say things like, I'm not that talented. I don't think I'm good enough. There are so many out there that are much better than me, and so on. So I want you to remember what I said earlier, that these faults are not your faults. They have been placed from the outside, inside your mind. The minute you acknowledge that these are not my faults, These are someone else's faults, not mine. You begin to eliminate these negative thoughts. The best way to reduce negative self-talk is to forgive yourself. As soon as you discover you have a negative thought, you forgive yourself. Oh, I just noticed I said something negative about myself. Well, I have been trained to think other people's thoughts But now I know better and I forgive myself for thinking so poorly about myself. I like to call it scratching the record. If I catch myself doing negative self-talk, I literally picture an old record player and I just scratch it. And I scratch it until that fault gets broken. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I'm not perfect enough to do X, Y, Z. I'm so stupid. I'm not lovable. I'm not prepared enough. I literally say to myself, scratch it, scratch it. And over the time, the record breaks. And that old thought can't be played again. When you scratch it enough times, it breaks. And over time, (laughs) it almost becomes funny. And the negative thoughts loses its power. That is a fantastic way to interrupt the mind and it's also how you remind yourself that you are the boss and you are not a victim of your thinking. You can actually impact how you choose to think. Another thing that I would like to mention about self-confidence is the misconception that we are what we possesses. In other words, We tend to link our value to the things that we have, like driving an expensive car, living in a big house, wearing nice clothes. So we think because I have this, therefore I'm valuable. Just look at my success, I'm valuable because of it. People who link their self-confidence to their positions are constantly trying to acquire more and more positions, thinking that This is where they get their self-confidence from. But no matter how much or how little we have, it does not define us as a person. 
We are not our positions. Trust me, it's a hollow way to try to gain self-confidence by possessing things. Nothing wrong with going for material possessions. I have all kinds of them myself, but I don't link my confidence to those positions. I don't let them dictate who I am. I know that no shiny thing will make me feel better about myself. Well, maybe for five minutes while you're shopping, but in the long run, it's a no. And it's important to never let anyone make you feel less valuable because of what you have or because of what you don't have. The same goes for education and career. Just because you don't have a fancy education or a fine title, it doesn't mean that you are less worthy. You are just as valuable as any CEO, (laughs) business owner, movie star and guru out there. And remember, no one is better than you. No one is less than you. You don't need a career recognition to build your confidence because you are not defined by your title or your positions. You are not your accomplishments. You are not your positions. You are you. You are perfect. You are beautiful. And you were born to do something great with your life. You are your soul. You are your spirit. You are your gifts. You are the contribution that you make to this life, to this world. You are your intentions. You are perfect just as you are. And lastly, give yourself some credit, will you please? Not enough of you are giving yourself credit for all the goodness and all the creativity you share with this world. What you make is beautiful. You are a beautiful soul. Go out there and celebrate it. There is power in giving ourselves credit. And so today, just take this inventory of all the things that are wonderful about your intentions and all the good that you do and decide to mindfully treat yourself with kindness and love. That's all for now, lovelies. Thank you so much for tuning in and thank you so much for spending time with me on the Empowered Creative Show. Remember, don't do anything that doesn't feel right, but do what you feel is right, even if it scares you. I'm Christina, saying bye-bye for now. Oh, 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 o